This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Parsha's Truma Tavshin Pei. This Parsha we learn about the building of the Mishkan. In fact, to the end of Hope Saver Shemos, all we speak about is the building of the Mishkan, besides for the unfortunate incident of the Egel Azov. Interesting that we spend this whole Parsha speaking about the Mishkan. But what about building of the base of Migdash? That obviously happened 480 years later by Shlomo Melech. And that, in fact, is what we lay in the Torah. In the Torah, we speak about Shlomo Melech getting ready to build and building the Beis HaMikdash, using the Kalim and the measurements of those Kalim from this week's Parsha and the Mishkan. However, interestingly, if we go to a few psukim earlier than we normally in the Torah, in Sefer Malachim, Malachim Aleph, Perikei, over there... Shlomo Melech brings up another issue. And that is, if building of the Beis Hamikdash is so important, which of course it is, why didn't his father David do it? David Melech prepared the place for the Beis Hamikdash, but he himself didn't build it. Why not? He was the first king of Yehuda. Why didn't he build the Beis Hamikdash? And Shlomo Melech himself says so in Pesach Zion, Ati Yodata, you know as David Avi. You know David, my father. He couldn't build a base Migdash for Hashem. Why not? Because of war. What does it mean because of war? So the Radak and others learned because of war. He was busy fighting wars. They weren't settled yet. But the Pashupshat is, as we learned earlier in the Parsha, then the Parsha is Yisro, that Hashem says, when you're going to build the base of Migdash, you're going to build the Mishkan and the Mizbeach. The Mizbeach Avonim Tasili Lo Sivne Esen Gazis. Don't use stones that are hewn. Don't use stones that you cut with a knife. Why not? Because the Mizbeach is meant to bring tshuva. The Mizbeach is meant to lengthen people's lives. Swords and knives are meant to shorten people's lives. And therefore, don't use a knife, a sword, to go and cut up the stones for the Mizbeach. If that's the case, we understand why David couldn't build the base of Mikdash. Because of war. In fact, David was busy fighting wars. The same hands that were fighting wars are not the hands that can go and build the base of Mikdash. But that leaves us wondering. After all, was David right to kill those people or not? Who told him to kill those people? Correct. Hashem. Hashem told him to go do it. How could it be that in one sentence Hashem says, Go kill those people. Then David goes, kills them. And he says, okay, can I build a base Middash now? No. Why not? Because you killed those people. You told me to kill those people. How does it make sense to say that David couldn't build a base Middash because of the wars? And the Malvin explains with a tremendous insight. The Pasuk says many times, the house has to be built based L'Shem Hashem for Hashem. We need everything to be done with Shem Shemayim for the Beis HaMikdash. In fact, in the beginning of this week's parasha, right in the beginning, the first halacha, they should take from me Truma. Rashi says, what do you mean, Li? They should take from me? Li Lishmi. They should take L'Shem Shemayim. For no ulterior motive. For no reason other than giving to Hashem. Not because you're going to get covered. Not because it makes you feel good, because that is what Hashem said. And you want to do the will of Hashem because you love Hashem. 
Nafsa and Hanavi told David and Malach that once the base in English is built, there will be no more war. David was busy with wars to secure Eretz Yisrael. If David would go and build the base of Migdash, deep, deep down in his heart he would think, I can't wait to finish building the base of Migdash because it will finally bring an end to all the wars. That turns out to mean that David would have an ulterior motive to build the base of Migdash. He would have a little extra of a reason to build the base of Migdash. Of course he's building it for Hashem and for the Karbanas and we should have a close relationship with Hashem. But also, deep down, it will bring an end to all the wars. And therefore Shlomo Mel said, As David Avi, David my father, Lo Yochel Livnos Bayis Hashem Alekav. He can't build the Beis Megdash because of wars. Because it has to be built L'Shem Hashem. Hu Yivne B'Habayis L'Shmi. It has to be L'Shem Shemayim. On the other hand, we know in the times of Shlomo Melech, there was no war. In the times of Shlomo Melech, there was peace and prosperity. Klai Yisrael had it so good, we did not accept Gerim. Because they were not entering Klai Yisrael to be a Jew, but because the Jews had it so good. And that's the lesson we're learning here when we build the Beis Hamikdash. How important it is to serve Hashem, L'Shem Shemayim. And to do everything, not for our own purposes, but to serve Hashem. Now of course that's a very difficult level to reach, to serve Hashem. But we'll never get there if we don't try. Somebody once said, you aim for the stars, you won't get stuck in the mud. Or, if you shoot, don't tell me not to shoot for the stars when there are footprints on the moon. We have to aim high. It's a very difficult level to reach, but we can do it. One of the ways we can do it is to make sure we take out our own personal interest in the things that we do. To look to help others. You know, the, the Belzer Rebbe of Arno Keach, when he was a teenager, he got ill. His father, the Belzer Rebbe of Yisachar Dov, told his son, I don't want you going to the mikvah. You don't feel well until you get better, don't go to the mikvah. Okay, his father told him not to go. A little later, his brother-in-law, Rabbi Menachem Ostila, saw his brother-in-law going towards the mikvah, and he couldn't believe it. His father told him not to go, and he's going. So he decided he's going to follow his brother-in-law. His brother-in-law was such a, such a tzaddik, it didn't make sense he wasn't going to listen to his father. He follows him, and he sees he's going to the mikvah. He goes to near the water, he watches his brother-in-law dresses, he can't believe it, he's going to the mikvah. He stands there by the mikvah and he's about to go in, and then he stops. And he says, Ad Khan until here. Now I'm not going in, I'm listening to my father. Turned around, got dressed, and went home. In the freezing cold, his brother-in-law didn't understand. He couldn't hold himself back. So he went over to him, he says, Tell me, my dear brother-in-law, I was following you. I know that your father told you not to go to the mikvah. But then you went. Then you changed your mind, you didn't go in. What was going on? So he looks at him and says, I'll tell you the truth. My father told me not to go to the mikvah. He said, I'm not well, I shouldn't go. So I said, okay, I'm not going. But you know, it was snowing outside. It was freezing cold outside. And I was sitting in my, in my warm house. And I thought to myself, why am I not going to the mikvah? Am I not going to the mikvah because my father told me not to go? Or am I not going because it's freezing cold outside? The mikvah itself is freezing cold. It's much more comfortable to stay here. So I decided I'm going to take that out of the equation. I got dressed, I put on my coat, my hat, my gloves, my boots, and I went out in the cold and I went to the mikvah. 
And I got there and it was freezing cold in the room and I undressed. And I went to the water. And I stood by the water. I said, okay, now I'm ready to go in. Why am I not going in? I'm not going because my father told me. I turned around, I got dressed and I went home. And that's something that we can do. At all times, in every action that we take, we should always think one more time, why am I doing this? What's the reason why I'm doing this? And with that thought, we can get closer to serving Hashem, L'Shem Shemayim. Have a wonderful Shabbos. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.